listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. And I'm Rachel. Hey, guess what? What? We have hit 200 episodes. What? (laughs) This is a huge milestone. I can't Uh, count that high, Sarah. (laughs) Man. This is very exciting. When we first started and I'd said, uh, posted episode 001, I never thought that we would then be publishing episode 200 like four years later. So that hasn't really been four years, Mm. close to four years later. So we thought we would do something we haven't done before, actually, and involve all of our lovely Lutheran Ladies Lounge listeners slash social media friends in this episode. So, Rachel, I think this was your idea, actually. What was your brainchild for this? It was. Well, here's I've actually got pulled up the conversation on our thread. So I will do a dramatic reading of this. Yes! (laughs) Sarah. (laughs) We're recording our 200th app next week. Do we have any ideas? <laughs> Aaron, dot, 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 crickets chirping. Mm, yeah. Rachel, mm. we haven't done a creative writing challenge in a while. What if we each wrote extra verses for for all the faithful women or even just entirely new hymns? Sarah. Mm. Oh, we could crowdsource some stanzas from the group. Me. Yes. <laughs> After 200 episodes, I think Faithful Women is a good descriptor. Sarah, <laughs> I kind of love this. <laughs> so that's how it happened. We have done a few creative writing challenges just between us over the last few years. Think mm-hmm. of our Christmas poetry slam or yes. our archbook shenanigans. Classics. Mm-hmm. But we'd never done hymn verses. And I think it was about time because we love hymns. And coming off our adventure at the LWML convention this summer, which blew me away, I Mm. was in no way expecting not just the number of women, but their faith and their love and their energy and their compassion. Mm. And I could go on and on. Yeah. But it just, I came away from that with the hymn for all the faithful women basically stuck in my head for the last month. Thanks for that. (laughs) (laughs) And so it just seemed like a natural thing as we're talking about 200 episodes. Like, you guys are amazingly faithful to have stuck with this. Mm. And our listeners are amazingly Mm. faithful to have stuck with us. And so I think (laughs) taking the theme, Faithful Women, and turning it into some extra hymn stanzas, that one was not hard to convince anybody of. Which is good. Yeah. But before we get going into our new stanzas, and may I just say, Sarah, your dream of a 30 stanza hymn is a, we're about there today because we got we a lot. Very close. It's amazing. Tell, well, tell, us, tell us about what happened when you put this out here on social. I was sort of like in and out on vacation for the last couple of weeks, not paying huge attention. So tell what happened when this got dropped in our Facebook and Instagram groups. Yeah, we posted it. I just posted it, I think, on Monday. I was like, this is very short notice for something like this. I don't know how many we're actually going to (laughs) get. But we, I didn't do a final count, but it is probably about 20 stanzas that people submitted. And then between the three of us, we wrote an extra like 10-ish. Once you get going, you can't stop. Yeah, once once it's stuck in your head, your brain's like, ooh, more. Mm -hmm. So there were were several people submitted more than one stanza. There were a wide variety of biblical women, women in history, a lot on 
vocations of women. There are a few silly ones that I love and we'll get to those at the end. And then of course we have to have a tribute to Lutheran women in general and also this grand experiment of ours in the Lutheran Ladies Lounge also. So, And our dear friend, Lisa Clark, she was in the studio this week recording with us. And so I was like, hey, Lisa, will you have a hymn writing challenge that I'm going to post today? So you should do this. And she did. She oh, she wrote a couple great ones. So good. She's so good. I mean, she's doing her doctorate in hymn writing. So of course she's good. <laughs> I knew she was going to pull through with a couple great ones. So we have those in here as well. So thank you to all of our listeners who sent us these hymn stanzas through social and email. This has been a really fun writing challenge. And I hear a rumor that we may be doing more writing challenges like this in the future because this was super fun and y'all really came through. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a background on this hymn since this is a hymn writing challenge. We have to Bonus have a Bonus hymn bit of- sing episode. <laughs> yes. This is like the minuscule hymn sing episode. It's like a paragraph and a half, which is tiny, tiny. This is a newer hymn too. So there's, I mean... The uh, section in the hymnal companion is relatively small on this because it's not a hymn from the Thirty Years' War. So <laughs> You mean Luther didn't write a hymn on For All the Faithful Women? He did not, actually. So Lutheran Service Book 855, For All the Faithful Women, was written by Herman J. Stumpfly. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I've never heard it out loud. So we're going to go with Stumpfly, and I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, Junior. He lived 1923 to 2007. He wrote it in 1985 for the 15th anniversary of the ordination of women in the Lutheran Church in America. So I did not know this little tidbit of history. To be clear, we are not celebrating the ordination of women on this podcast. This is not something any of us think is doctrinally correct in our Lutheran doctrine. So just going to throw that out there. But this is the history of the hymn, and we mm-hmm. might as well talk about it, right? Yep, it's true. It's true. And the text itself doesn't actually connect the women who serve in days of old with pastoral ordination. So it was written in commemoration of that, but the text itself doesn't actually talk anything about it, which is why we can sing it in our churches and it is completely fine. It's a really fine text that uplifts women in scripture and it talks about the confession and work of these women that happened because of the work of Jesus in their lives and the faith that was given to them through the Holy Spirit. I find it very interesting that this is the hymn that we chose to write extra verses for because it originally was only like four or five stanzas and then more got written and then again more got written so (laughs) it's already a hymn that's been added on to several times Mm. so we're just continuing this tradition of writing more stanzas Mm -hmm. for this hymn and one of them I think stanza 13 on Lois and Eunice that's the one that was written for LSB so one of them was written Hmm. well I guess cool that's one of my favorites some years ago now LSB is so old now I can't even it's I feel like it's still new but it's really not (laughs) so in this hymn we have stanzas for the unnamed women Miriam Hannah Ruth Mary mother of our Lord Mary and Martha, the woman at the well, Mary Magdalene, Dorcas, and Eunice and Lois. And now we have even more stanzas of this hymn, like close to 30 of them. So we aren't going to sing all of them. That might get a little 
tedious if like the rest of this episode was just us singing all of these hymn stanzas. So I'm going to sing the first one and then we're going to celebrate the rest of these hymn stanzas that you guys submitted for us. We split these up into categories since there's so many of them. (laughs) This this first category we're going to start off with is women and their vocations. So this is Lisa Clark's first stanza. We're going to kick it off with a good Lisa Clark text. We thank you, Lord, for ladies whose grace-filled lives in you give witness to your mercy in all they pray and do. Lord, use them in their stations within this sisterhood to build up one another in all things right and good. Very impressive. Thanks, Lisa. Thank yes. you, Lisa. This one is really nice. Solid. It's <laughs> just solid. <laughs> Setting the bar high here as we get started. And it actually okay. rhymes. I know. None of mine <laughs> I apologize in advance. Mine rhyme, but not nearly as elegantly as this one. There's not even a slant rhyme in there, is there? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Life goals, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really like the grace-filled lives that give witness to your mercy. Mm. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. All right. Shall we read the rest of them in this category? Because there's a lot of good stuff. From Allie Bach. Praise God for Lutheran women whose stories we pass down, believing we too will win our own eternal crown. As we share our witness here, remind us once again, we live in Christ, not in fear. Come quickly, Lord. Amen. Ooh, I like that. We live in Christ, not in fear. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And I like how many of these stanzas that you're going to hear really capture the feeling of the originals and that the first half of the stanza is praise God for how this woman bore witness to God. And then mm-hmm. the second half is may we be like her. It's yep. a prayer. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of these sort of capture that structure that is really cool. Similar to the collects we pray in church. You know, Lord, Mm -hmm. you were faithful in this way to us. Be faithful to us again. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Next one is from Lauren Scheidt. For your dear faithful daughters through whom you work today, who nourish, guide, encourage their neighbors on the way, we praise you, Holy Father, and ask that we may see your goodness in our callings, forgiven, faithful, free. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Next one from Laura Fisher. For those within their vocation, the teacher, doctor, wife, wherever their location, the witness by their life, their words and works spread salt and light each season in their place. Their influence is their good fight to show the world God's grace. Kudos for writing rhyming vocation and location. Yes. We've got one here. Speaking of the LWML, that is more explicitly toward that group. From Janet Baki Pickleman, for all the women in mission who strive to serve their Lord and give to God all glory through study of his word, they gather mites to help mankind as Jesus told us to, and by these acts of kindness, show hearts full of love and true. Aw, wonderful. Uh-huh. I think the last one in this section is actually from Aaron. Yes. Yeah. A bit of a... Bit of a mold breaker here huh yeah yeah that's that's where we're going for the first for the first offering from me so here we go (laughs) for all those who defy the last mid-centuries mold 
their politics and clothing and humor far too bold, yet still trust in the means of grace because God's word is true. We're saved through faith in Christ and not by what we do. Aw, did you have anyone in particular in mind as you wrote that verse? <laughs> I had a few people in mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I love the way you celebrate that it isn't what you look like or talk like. Or I, mean, yeah, I couldn't rhyme look for anything. I yeah. tried very hard, so I settled on. <laughs> but you sort of go with this this whole theme that, that being a, a Lutheran yeah. lady doesn't necessarily always look the same. Exactly. Mm -hmm. What binds us together is what I had in mind. Yes. Exactly. So then we have some family vocations specifically. And a lot of you wrote about mothers, which I think is very, very sweet. Mm -hmm. One of you wrote about godmothers, which I especially love. So this Mm. one is from Haley Hazen. For godmothers who gently hold babies as they cry and stand beside the parents and vow to catechize, they walk and guide them in the way of Jesus' truth and life and remind them of their baptism, which comforts in strife. It's going to make me cry. Oh, lovely. Beautiful, Haley. (laughs) I love my god babies. (laughs) Then we have from Dawn Haldeman. For all the humbled mothers who faithfully embraced the gift you laid before her, a tiny child to raise, bathed in baptismal waters, your promise tight she claims, as hope of restoration deep in her heart remains. Hmm. It's lovely and also a a little bit sad, but very hopeful. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And here we have another one that combines that, that sadness and hope from Emma Patterson. Praise you for Christian mothers, enduring cursed pain, devoting life to others, all for your kingdom's gain. We share in their vocation to teach, correct, and care the church a type of mother to each beloved co-heir. Hmm. Aw, that is... Reminding us that whether we have biological children or not, if we are in the church, we are called to mother. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I wrote one about babies because I love being one of those church church moms to babies, if that's the term, and for my God babies. So we thank you for the babies, those little Lutheran gals. You gave your sons and daughters according to your will, baptized into your family and raised to follow you. These blessed little children are loved and cherished by you. That is. For the, all the little Lutheran ladies out there. Little ladies. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I also wrote one for grieving mothers, for moms who've lost children. I know far too many women who have lost babies, even just in the last six months. Like this year, mm-hmm. I've known a lot. And mm-hmm. I feel all of that uh, very deeply in my heart. And I want to give all of them a hug. So I wrote a verse for mamas who have lost babies. For all the grieving mothers whose children are with you. I'm going to cry while I read this. Wow. Whew. For all the grieving mothers whose children are with you, we pray for love and comfort until your blessed return. Give them dear friends who hold them. Remind them of their worth. Remember their sweet children will join with you in heaven. Oh, that is lovely. I love all of you. <laughs> Thank you for saying that out loud. We don't always... Mm-hmm. I'm tearing up over here. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of all my friends. 
Yeah, they give them dear friends who love them, remind them of their worth, and remember their sweet children. It's yeah. a privilege to be able to do that for mm-hmm. those who have lost. It is. Yeah. So I also have one for this section, and I wanted to write one for single women. And at first I was like, for all the single ladies. And then I'm like, no, that's Beyonce. <laughs> You got to come up with another way to start this. <laughs> but <laughs> so, it works. <laughs> so anyway, I, I took a different tack. And now I have a different song stuck in my head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> so for women who've been given a type of solitude who love and serve their neighbor with grace by God endued, help them to trust their father and love Christ as their head and be content with family and friends as daily bread. That's so good. That's one that it. like the whole friends and family is part of our daily bread is something that has, I've often reminded myself of how richly I am blessed in that way as a yes. single person. You have such a rich life. You do. Like, it's beautiful to watch. And I'm so grateful for you sharing your story as a single woman serving the church and obviously a huge part of your family. I've met your parents and your Grammy and yes, some of your Grammy. Yeah. <laughs> just to see how Jeez. much you are loved and valued. It's beautiful. And yeah. by your talking about this here and on the podcast, I can't tell you how many people when I'm talking about the podcast and I mention or they mentioned to me the singleness episode. That was what, mm. like three years ago? I know. Yeah, that people was still early talk about on. it. People still talk about it because um, yeah. they need it to resonates. hear it. Yep. Yeah. You are endued with grace. Thanks be to him. Amen. <laughs> so now we have a new category. Mm. Now we have mm-hmm. one about specific women. Most of these are women in the Bible, except for one. So we're gonna start <laughs> with that one. Can because I do this one? Yeah, yes, you can do, do it. it. I was <laughs> excited when this came in because we we love talking about our hero rosa j young yes and so when nicole cronauer submitted this verse it made me very happy so i'll read it to you rosa j young of course was the pioneering black educator and missionary in the american south in the first part of the 20th century and she is a hero of the faith yes so here we go for rosa filled with passion to educate all youth about reading and writing and God's eternal truth. So many people came to know our dear and precious Lord. Help us to boldly proclaim your precious holy word. It's great. That's just what Rosa wanted. <laughs> I right know. Right what there. a legacy. Yeah. I think we should petition LSB to include a stanza <laughs> for Rosa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the next hymnal companion. <laughs> yeah, these are all going in hymnal supplement 2025 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, she's yeah. she's a she is quite the legacy, and it's beautiful. Well, we've we've talked before, maybe for one of our one of our earlier episodes. I feel like we covered this about how the Navy hymn has like fifty mm. extra yeah. stanzas for every yeah. occasion and every That's branch. Cool. Like, there's a verse, mm-hmm. for, a couple verses for submariners. There's one for the, <laughs> you know, I don't know, everything imaginable. I'm sure there's one for Navy spouses too. Mm-hmm. Yep. They just keep writing more verses, but they all get used at some point or another. Let's do it. Looking at you, next hymnal committee people. That <laughs> there isn't even a hymnal committee right now. Sarah. 
Is that one of your life's ambitions? <gasps> to be on the next hymnal committee? I don't know if I... Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know it was her ambition until you just said it. Now she's thinking it over mm-hmm. and it's sounding pretty good to her. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. Sandra Ryan, Deaconess Sandra Ryan has one of my dream jobs of mm. helping church bodies around the world put together mm-hmm. hymnals. So, yeah, I mm-hmm. guess that would qualify. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're a church body. We have We're a hymnal. Church body. <laughs> oh, man. Now that we've celebrated Rosa... There's a lot of stanzas for women in the Bible. There are quite a few in the original hymn, too. But yeah, yeah, not nearly enough to cover all the women in the Bible. No. So I believe these are all new women that are not already covered in the original hymn. So Mm -hmm. from Laura Fisher, we praise you, Lord, for Anna, who served a full life through. And when she'd lived her Hosanna, her twilight gave to you. Her last years spent to speak your word to those you came to serve and finally blessed and favored to hold whose words she gave. Aww. Anna's a good one. We need to mm-hmm. stand about Anna. Maybe two. Maybe two. <laughs> hint, hint. Spoilers. <laughs> then we have from Carla D. A woman there was bleeding. She touched the edge of his cloak. Who touched me? Jesus asked. I felt the power go out. The woman fell trembling. She instantly was healed. Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. This is one of my favorite Bible stories, mm-hmm. actually. Uh huh. <laughs> Especially as a woman with chronic illness, mm-hmm. like yeah, it resonates on such a deep level for me that if I lived then, like if she, if I were her, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, he can heal me if I touch his clothes. Mm-hmm. That is amazing, mm-hmm. and also not even the I, full garment, like just the hem, mm-hmm. yeah. edge. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. So yes, I appreciate that someone wrote about this woman. Mm-hmm. I love this story too mm-hmm. because and we've talked about this before. It tells us that God is interested in female troubles. Yes. That he knows and he cares and he heals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if your own family physician doesn't acknowledge <laughs> it's just a woman problem. It'll be fine. <laughs> but Jesus knows. And mm-hmm. I, I love that reminder. Yeah. Yes. Okay, this one is from Jamie Ramsey, and she's writing about one of my favorite Bible heroines. We sing your praise for Sarah, who followed Abraham in faith and hope and courage into the promised land. May we too trust your promises and walk where the saints have trod and keep our eyes on Jesus, our Savior and our God. I love it. That's very nice. Very nice rhyming, Jamie. Uh, no. And Jamie submitted another one, too, for Moses's mother. So, for Moses' faithful mother who saved her infant son and did not fear the Pharaoh but trusted in God's love, and for the Hebrew midwives who feared and trusted you and boldly saved those babies, we praise and thank you, too. Aww. Like- That's another awesome story. Uh-huh. The Hebrew midwives. I know. Those uh-huh. women were amazing. Uh-huh. Right. And you know what? They're named. Right. There's some of the few women in Exodus who actually are named. It says God gave them families. Mm. Yeah. Yes. I love it. I love Thank it. you, Jamie, for highlighting that story. Yes. Yeah. And then we have a submission from one of our younger fans. Yes. This I is love awesome. This. <laughs> this is from Ellie Rage, and her mom, Elizabeth, says, 
My 13-year-old daughter, Ellie, has become such a faithful listener and loyal fan of the Lutheran Ladies Lounge. She even has deaconess on her maybe someday career list, thanks to all of the insight, information, and joy you all share. She loves hymns. And when I shared this challenge with her yesterday, she went right to work. And she gave us more than one verse, so you're going to hear one now, and then she has a second one a little later. Her first one is the, it says, the official verse (laughs) based on Luke 2, 36 to 38. Here's our second Anna Mm -hmm. verse that we get to hear. We thank you, Lord, for Anna, the widow filled with faith, who saw the infant Jesus, gave thanks, and raised her praise. Anna ever worshipped you. Help us to do the same. For though Satan wields his sword, you've overthrown his reign. Oh. I love it. Very nice. Nicely done, Ellie. Uh I know. Yeah. Very talented. Appreciate that Mm -hmm. so much. Okay. I got one from Carol King. I presume not the one that I've heard (laughs) of before. (laughs) But how fun to Mm -hmm. for Carol that you get to share your name with Carol King. Yes. Um, Who was another talented songwriter? We thank you for Queen Esther. Yes. Who trusted fasted, prayed, and risked all for your people, whom Haman sought to slay. May we also be faithful, regardless of the cost, standing in truth and telling of Jesus and his cross. Ooh. Oh, very nice. That's a good one. Oh, my uh-huh. goodness. I yeah. Like, I think that one needs to be submitted, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Wow. I'm trusted, by fasted, the prayed. Mm-hmm. Would, hopefully I live in such a way that that could go on my tombstone someday. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we're not quite there, but we're working on it. Yeah. All right. From Emma Patterson. For the Canaanite woman who oh, knew... Her, I know. The Canaanite woman. Yes. Was. <laughs> For the Canaanite woman who knew her lowly place and knew your power and glory, content with crumbs of grace... We praise you for your mercy as dogs we come to you, receiving with thanksgiving whate'er you deign to do. Well, that's very nice. That's a great one. As dogs we come to you. Crumbs of grace. I love it. Oh, this is well done. Nicely done. Mm, Very impressive. Here we have a second one from Nicole Cronauer. Bold Israelite midwives going against the king. Protecting precious babies, what joy each life would bring. Help us to value life each day, conception unto death. The faithful knowing heaven comes after our last breath. Mm. I love it. More Israelite midwives. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like this one would fit very well with LCMS Life Ministry. <laughs> yes. 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 they are always bearing witness to the value of life. Okay, I actually have two in this section. All right. I wanted to write a verse on that blessed, for lack of a better term, (laughs) Proverbs 31 woman. All right. Whom we all love so very much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Makes us feel so good about ourselves all the time. Okay. (laughs) So I did. For that virtuous woman in Proverbs 31, who helps us all stay humble. And know our job's not done. You show us by her labors, so valued by her man, 
that even strong boss ladies are part of God's great plan. Yes! <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that is amazing. I love it. <laughs> time time, and yet also true. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, you know, I see her fulfilling so many roles in her family and in her community. Every time I read the chapter, I'm just struck by another facet of her character. You know, she's a wife, she's a mother, she's a businesswoman, she's a real estate mogul, she's a manager, she's a, you know, she does all these things. And yet the thing that makes her her is that she fears the Lord. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like, that's Mm -hmm. it. And then I also, I know they already have one in the hymnal that is two women in general, not named. But I did one for the nameless women as well, because I realized that for all the women that are named in the Bible, there are still so, so many that aren't. Yeah. And I find myself so longing to know their stories. And in fact, throughout history, how many times on this podcast do mm-hmm. we come across some element of church culture and try to dig into the history of it, like recently for me in the Altar Guild, mm. and hit a dead end brick wall because it wasn't recorded because it was a woman's thing. <laughs> you know, we are lacking you know historical evidence for some i i hit the same wall when i tried to research the history of church potlucks Mm. you know yeah but just because it's not written down doesn't mean it didn't happen and just because a woman isn't named doesn't mean she isn't there yep so here's my other verse in this section for all those nameless women throughout the bible time whose lives are not recorded in history or rhyme, teach us, O Lord, to serve you as heroines unsung, content to hear you tell us, my faithful one, well done. I love it. Huh? So if God knows who you are, that's all that matters. Even if it feels like Mm -hmm. everything else is kind of anonymous. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. I have one more for this section as well. And (laughs) I wanted to write... (laughs) About this tiny little obscure story in the middle of the, well, really near the end of the Exodus is when it it pops up. And women don't get mentioned much in that whole time. And yet there are these four women who, I'm going to give you the background because it's so obscure. It's a good story. I like this one. Verse 27, if you want to go and just read it. So... (laughs) <laughs> one of one of the men of Israel had died. He had no sons. He had four daughters. And those four daughters went and petitioned Moses that they would receive their father's inheritance in the promised land. Hmm. And they're like, it should, our father's name shouldn't be left out. He was one of the faithful Israelites as much as all these others. <laughs> He's died. We want his inheritance. And Moses went and asked God, and God said they should receive the inheritance. Yes. And indeed then established <laughs> like a standard going forward that this is how it's handled in the future. If a man dies and has no sons, if he has daughters, mm-hmm. it goes to them. That's and awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. And again, like we often, there's often accusations thrown about that somehow women were not 
valued and, and treasured by God. And they, mm-hmm. that is all yeah. men all the time. And, all women and, everywhere were oppressed and disenfranchised exactly. until 50 years ago. Yep. Exactly. Totally and yet <laughs> here we have this story during the, they hadn't even entered the promised land. They go to Moses. They could go to Moses. Mm-hmm. Moses right. took the request to the Lord. The Lord heard the request and granted it and established an ongoing precept for this is now how you should handle this forever mm-hmm. sort of thing. Like this is a new law going forward. This is, this is awesome to, yes. to show how God values and cares for, for women and for orphans for that matter. Right. Mm-hmm. So my favorite of the girls names is Terza. So I call her out, but all four of them, maybe it's five. I think it's four. Anyway, they all are named. One of them is named Noah, which is a little confusing, but anyway. Noah, not that one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Also Hogla, and I'm sure it sounds prettier. Maybe it maybe it maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But anyway. (laughs) So I'm gonna I'm gonna call her out and then also her dad because he's got a long, a long name. So here we go. For Terza and her sisters, Zalofa had's orphans who fought to gain their birthright, their promised land portion. Help us to cling so fiercely to promises of God that we will enter heaven like those Zalofa had's. I love it. I love the way you draw that that parallel because what they really wanted was a place in the promised land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's what we want. And it is not exactly. off limits to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I looked it up. Mala, Noah, which you're right, mm-hmm. is confusing. Hogla, mm-hmm. Milka, mm-hmm. and Tirza. Oh, five of them. Five. Okay. Tirza like and her four sisters. Mala. That's uh-huh. a pretty one, too. That is a pretty I one. I cannot one. imagine naming a daughter Hogla or <laughs> Milka, even though it shows up twice in the I Old know. Testament. Exactly. I love it. That's a great one. <laughs> yes. Okay, we have made it to the silly section. <laughs> <laughs> this is a short section. Mm-hmm. However, this is a very Lutheran ladies lounge part of the show. And actually all the way till the end is very Lutheran ladies lounge culture. So first from Lisa Ronimus to all who make Lutheran sushi, who brought <laughs> it to potluck. Our stomachs sing praises for you. Our juices run amok. (laughs) Such servant hearts and helping hands have Christ's love truly shown. To Christ our service render. Praise be to him alone. (laughs) That's wonderful. (laughs) Lutheran sushi! And it's so Lutheran. Notice how she says our stomach sings praises for you. Not to Uh you. Uh Even in this, you know, ode Yep. Lutheran sushi and the and the cooks who make it not confusing <laughs> the creator and the creator yes. Ted. Yes, exactly. Excellent theology, Lisa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got to read the next one by Ellie Rage, our young listener with Love so it. much talent. This was her unofficial verse. So the official <laughs> one was on Anna. The unofficial verse was inspired by, it says, Lutheran Ladies Lounge episode 172, which was our Luther on Women episode. <laughs> <laughs> Trivia challenge. Yes. 
in which we learned some of the terms of endearment that Martin Luther used for his beloved and I'm wife. I'm going to say, well, no, I'm going to save it at the end. Sorry. Okay. Yes. So here's Ellie's take on that. We praise you for her, Katie, <laughs> Luther's beloved wife, mistress of the sow market, chief yes. warrior in his life. <laughs> Katie did teach her husband women were human too, showed how to respect ladies. For this, Lord, we thank you. Awesome. That is fantastic. And I will say <laughs> that at first I thought there was a typo and that Ellie had confused. She's, I was like, oh, she just doesn't know German. And so she'd put hair for so, Kate. Yes. It was Frau. And then when you said oh. it was inspired, all of a sudden I remembered <laughs> right. that Luther actually called her hair Kate. Well done, Ellie. Yeah. There's you actually remembered. a double double meaning here because uh -huh. he did call her hair right. Katie, H-E-R-R, -R, which mm -hmm. means Lord Katie instead of Lady Katie. Yes. Yeah. But also he named her in his will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, basically showed then that he trusted her to handle Right. Anything the world could throw at her. Yeah. So she was yeah. an heir as well as a hair. Yeah. Indeed. Amazing. Nice job, Ellie. Well done. Okay. I have one for the silly category, and I'm going to say, and this is the one I'm going to sing. For all the ladies' lounges, <laughs> fragranced with potpourri. <laughs> And stocked with wipes and Kleenex, tampons and spare TP. <laughs> Give thanks for those who make a space for femininity. <laughs> and send us back to worship with grace and dignity. Amen. I love it! <laughs> Oh, yes. yes. Oh, who would have thought that a bathroom could be such a hospitable mm. space? Right. Exactly. And yet it is. the Exactly. Some of the, the greatest unsung work that women can do in the church is making sure that those spaces nobody likes to talk about are <laughs> ready to be hospitable to those who need them. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you say it's silly. I don't think it's silly. I think it's, it's beautiful. I mean, Maybe a little silly. I put it in the silly section because it uses tampons <laughs> and lyrics. So fair enough. I, I mean, I can follow there are many logic. other choices I could have made, and I went with that one. Yeah, I, 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 I wanted to go with that one. I mean, I was like, yeah, I'm doing. That. If you're rhyming That's potpourri so and TP, then yeah, maybe the silly <laughs> section is the place. Exactly, but it finishes strong. You're right, it, but it finishes. See, it finishes. It's a, it's a silly treatment of a serious topic. It's true. It is, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Should we submit that one to the Ella Hymnal Committee? No. No, we shouldn't. It is a verse before its time, I suspect. Yes. Oh, boy. All right. We have made it to our final section. This is our celebration of our Lutheran sisterhood of the three and Brie. So four of us, really, because let's be honest, mm -hmm. Brie was a huge part of this mm -hmm. up until this point. Until like two weeks ago. Until, yeah. yeah. So yeah. celebration of us as co-hosts, but also the huge community of Lutheran women in all of our social media and email and podcast listeners and everybody. So this is our final section celebrating our sisterhood of 200 episodes. We're going to kick it off with a verse from Lisa Clark. And this one 
like made me cry. So thank you, Lisa, for this. This verse is very sweet. We thank you, Lord, for Rachel with words of peace and grace, for Aaron, who finds beauty in every time and place, for Bree, who shares her wisdom with humor, wit, and fun, for Sarah's joyful spirit as vibrant as the sun. Aww, I'm blushing. <laughs> I, know. I know. Thank you, Lisa. That was mm. so sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I wrote another one, too. And thanks for y'all as my sisters. With a little shout out to Trent slash Trish, depending on which episode you're going with. We thank you for our sisters, our homies, friends in Christ, for laughs and tears and shrieking for unforgettable fun. You've blessed us with community beyond our own design. Continue guiding our friends until we're together in heaven. Aww. I love you guys. a wonderful prayer. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I have one and I realize I don't spend much time on social media these days, which is much better for me. <laughs> but it makes me sort of have a new appreciation for so many of you who do and not just for selfish reasons, mm. but actually as a way of encouraging and witnessing, mm. which is wonderful. And I, we see so much of that in our in our Facebook discussion group and our Instagram page of women using this time and opportunity on social media to be encouraging sisters in Christ to one another. And so this verse goes out to, well, you'll see. (laughs) For all our friends on Facebook and Instagram as well, who venture forth on social, your praises to foretell. No, (laughs) sorry, scratch that. Forth tell. Let me start that over. For all It does make a difference. For all our friends on Facebook and Instagram as well, who venture forth on social, your praises to forth tell. As they encourage others and with your word align, may we display your goodness in all we do online. Hmm. An excellent prayer as well. Thank you. And I do. Those of you who brave the social media to go be light and salt in the world. God mm. bless you. Cause that is, that is hard some days, mm. <laughs> but y'all do it really well. And then finally, I have one more, one more stanza, which I will sing. We were each going to sing one and this is the one I'll sing. So if Lisa is thankful for us, I'm going to say we are thankful to Lisa and mm. to all of you out there listening. So this is for you. For all our faithful listeners who fear and love their Lord, delighting in their sisters and trusting in your word, may we like them be hearers, each listening with great zeal and eagerly receiving all that you have revealed. That's beautiful. Indeed. Thanks, Rachel. Well, thank you to our sisters out there for showing us what it means to listen. Mm. Because I need to know how to listen and most especially how to listen to God's word. Mm. So it makes a wonderful example for me. Yes. 
This has been so fun to have such a crowdsourced episode, to be able to share so much creative juice from all of our listeners. <laughs> it's been really, really fun to share this with everyone. So we're going to have to bring back the creative writing challenge. We'll come up with a, mm -hmm. a fun name for it. If anyone can think of a fun name for a creative yeah. writing challenge, we already have the conversations creative with creatives, which to... I love. Yeah. But we need we need a good name. You can come up with that. We'll bring it back. We'll send you a sticker if yeah. your name is selected. Mm -hmm. We do that. Sticker. We glitter do glitter sticker. We do have glitter stickers to mail out to people. Gotta give them away somehow. <laughs> So thank you for listening to us for 200 episodes. This has been really fun. We are, just as a reminder, so nobody has a panic attack next week, we are for the next several weeks going to be running Bree's Greatest Hits because we're taking a little vacation because we all need a break after LWML and all of the busy summers. It is travel season for a lot of us for conventions, etc. So we are going to take a little bit of a pause on new episodes for the next few weeks, but we do have content coming up this yeah, fall. We, do. we are super excited to have mm -hmm. new episodes for you coming this fall. So we will still be around on social media, in our Facebook group. We will still be posting all of Breed's Greatest Hits. And I believe we're going to have Sarah, Aaron, and Rachel single greatest hit also. All-time favorite episodes. Like, yes. Mm -hmm. for, if you miss them the first it. time around, yeah. like 176 yeah. episodes I or so like ago, <laughs> we'll give you a chance to revisit them. And while right. you are doing that, we will be tucked off on a little sabbatical figuring out what things are going to look like going forward, which is really exciting, actually. Yeah, it is. We got some great stuff planned. So we will see uh, li live. We're not live. We'll see you with new content. <laughs> Maybe we'll be live. <gasps> no, 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 we're not live. We'll see you with new content in the fall. But we love you guys. And we're excited to celebrate 200 episodes today. Join us in our Facebook group, the Lutheran Ladies Lounge on Facebook and on our Instagram at Lutheran Ladies Lounge. Keep following us there. You can sign up for our e-newsletter in the show notes for this episode, or you can send us an email, lutheranladies at kfuo.org, and we'll get you signed up for that e-newsletter. You can find all of our podcasts at kfuo.org slash lutheranladieslounge, or on your favorite podcasting app, or on the KFUO radio app. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. And I'm Rachel. Views and opinions expressed on the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO Radio, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. The Lutheran Ladies Lounge is produced by KFUO Radio and available at kfuo.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and leave a review for us, too. If you love the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast, consider financially supporting our producer, KFUO Radio, so we can keep doing what we do. Find out how at kfuo.org slash give.